This is People and Property, the relocation podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. Join us as we tell all about the wonderful business that is international relocation. Welcome to another episode of People and Property, the relocation podcast, the talk show that's all about the relocation business with particular emphasis on corporate and international relocation because those are the areas which have been our niche for the past 30 years. Actually, in America, they say niche. <laughs> so, niche? We say niche, you say niche. We say yes. tomato, you say tomato, or the other. Um, so when I say we, I'm referring to uh, myself. I'm, I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. And we, have, we started our uh, relocation business back in the late 1980s. Um, and we've been telling that story on this podcast. So if you'd like to go back and listen to the previous, uh, how many episodes, this is episode 13. So wow. the, the previous 12 episodes, you, you'll um, hear more about our journey. But essentially, um, we've been talking about the fact that it's given us a really great life, uh, this relocation business. Um, and uh, we've loved it. We've loved the people that we've met. We've loved the traveling that it's uh, allowed us to do. And uh, we've loved the clients that we've, uh, we've formed relationships with, very long relationships with. And uh, we're going to find it very hard to give it up, I think, eventually, aren't we? <laughs> um, but, um, I'm just going to have a little slurp of my gin. Yes, morning. last week, if you saw that episode, we were delivering that um, over a nice glass of. Uh, French white wine. Uh, this week we are on the uh, gin and tonic. I do love these flavoured gins, don't you? Well, I'm on the violet one, which you're actually matches yeah. your mine, mine is jumper. pomegranate and grapefruit well, or something. It's supposed to match your jumper. It's violet, but it actually it doesn't does, yeah. look violet. Well, it kind does of it? does. But it tastes delicious. So we, when we got into the, um, our international relocation, well, we decided to focus on international and we decided to focus focus on corporate, which means you know, things, if you've watched programs like Location, 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 uh, they are private uh, relocation services. In other words, acting for people in, as individuals who are looking to secure uh, properties. A home and buy. Home no, buy. sorry, to buy, yes. To buy. Yeah. Um, but firms like that that do personal relocation also do uh, rental searches for individuals. Uh, normally um, individuals with a lot of money has to be said because relocation services of course have to be paid for we decided to focus on the corporate sector meaning that we act for employers who are moving people uh, from point a to point work location a to work location b and they need those people to be able to uh, get settled in quickly with you know feet uh, hitting the run Hitting the ground running, that's what I'm trying to say, too much gin and tonic already. Um, so, uh, and that has been a niche uh, which has been good for us. We work essentially with the HR uh, professionals, the human resource uh, people uh, within our client companies, uh, helping them, making them um, shine, hopefully, when it comes to looking after their people's relocation needs. Can I just jump in quickly on that? Of because, because I know we talked um, in, in numerous um, 
programs. Uh, if I programs, said no, so would you still jump in? I would. Yeah. Um, before, when we talked about you know helping uh, purchase, um, when, when when the home sale, what happened with the, with the, the home sale business in terms of um, uh, for corporations was is that they they found themselves the the, the, the transient is that is that a correct word of their employees was for two to five years. So they wanted to stop giving them home purchase because it meant um, that if they moved them, you know, and, and gave them our assistance to purchase a home, a few years later, they needed to move them again. And then they became full circle that they had to then buy the home off them and get it sold. So, and it started becoming very costly for the, for yeah. the companies and also found themselves in infantry with lots of homes which they weren't in the business of doing selling homes they were in the business of doing whatever their you know particular product was that they were selling banking or you know it well, services i think there were two two factors in play first of all the costs of um when when employees were allowed to buy homes in the new work location the costs of supporting that whole exercise because when they wanted them to move to another part of the world that, that property would have to be sold, which normally meant um, if, the, if the value had fallen, as, as when we got into the business, that was happening a lot, they would have to make up, the employer would have to make up the loss because they were moving. Well, exactly. And, and we would then get the property sold. They would get their, they would be kept whole. Absolutely. But of course, in the, in the times when, you know, the, the, the market was so bad, Sometimes it would take a long time to sell these homes. The, 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 the employee was okay because he'd got his, got his equity his out of the, his the uh, price, price yeah. and off he went. Yeah. So that's pretty much stopped with, I would say, with nearly all corporate people. Yeah, but what I, was, what, what I was saying is that there was that side, which was the cost-saving side. Uh, but the other side was that they really, as, as business has become more agile and responsive, and more global, they've need their workforce to be globally mobile. And if you've got, if you, meaning you can move people quite quickly to another yes, break, international yes, break, city. Break police, get out and of you, it. And, and it's not easy on. to do that if they have a property to sell. No, exactly, exactly. So, which is why the rental market right. became the yeah. So the so service we, that we when we got into the business back in the late 1980s, we were primarily delivering home sale assistance yes, yeah. to to corp to corporation to corporate employers but that morphed into um international yes. relocation search services and that's what we started talking about yes yeah um in the last uh in the last episode so we we just dealt really with the first if you remember you made a very big point about how important that first call was if you could just summarize very briefly what we discussed last week. Yes, well, basically that um, our instructing officer, normally somebody from um, human resources, uh, global mobility would, would, would call up and say, we have, you know, X, Y, Z moving um, and uh, we'd like you to, to speak with them and, uh, you know, you know tell them that, you know, we're, we're offering your services and, uh, and get the ball rolling to help them with the move and to help them know that there was somebody at the other end of the phone, the other end of the, uh, the, the area or the country that they were moving to, uh, ready to hold their hand and look after them. So that, and then I think we, we dipped in very quickly um, into um, 
companies um, um, or uh, talent acquisition companies that were looking for um, uh, people and that we would also help them if they decided to choose a particular candidate. But, but, the, yeah. main, but the main thing, I think, just going back to, you know, once, we, once we're instructed from, which is pretty much the norm, more so than the sort of say the talent acquisition would be, um, you know, give, you know, tell them that we're giving you our services and get them on board. And I think I touched very quickly on the fact that we're not, you know, um, uh, tick boxing exercise company. We, we want, we want to talk to the, 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 the family, the, the people moving and immediately start making them feel important, telling them, what we're going to do for them, listening to them, understanding, formulating a brief with them and um, get the ball rolling. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so um, no, that, that's absolutely right. So that first, uh, in, that first interaction with the, um, the employee, whether it's a new hire employee yes. or whether it's an incumbent employee who is being transferred is so important because you want to give the employee and the employee's family a real sense of confidence that they're going to be looked after. Because after all, moving overseas is a big deal. It, you know, it really is. I mean, depending on where you're moving to, particularly, moving a lot of people to Paris, France at the moment, for instance, because of Brexit. And that is a very big culture change uh, for some people, you know, particularly uh, North Americans. You know, it's a new language. It's a very different culture, um, and they're a little bit nervous. Uh, well, I, understandably, they're excited, yes. but they're also a little bit nervous. And we want them to feel, from that very first interaction with us, um, that they are going to be looked after uh, as they navigate these these very uh, different waters than they're used to. Well, and 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 it and it tells them that they're. That their employer um, thinks very highly of them, yes. and and is saying, "Look, yes, you know, you you know, we want you to move to the to, to this country or whichever country they want, you know, they're moving them to, and we want you to to be looked after. We we're saying to you, we 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 highly respect you, and we highly think highly enough of you to give help you through this process, so you don't have to do it on your own." Because particularly, um, as, as a lot of our um, North American clients particularly know, it's very, very different here in the, in the UK um, in terms of that there's no MLS system, that, there's, that the service is, a, is of a different level, whereas... You, you mean know, the, real, the real estate agency? Yes, the real estate agency. Um, you know, it, it doesn't work on a referral business. Um, there has to be two sides of the fence, the, the relocation company such as ours on one side of the fence and the um, and the the real estate agent the letting agent on the other side of the fence who is paid by the the landlord mm -hmm. who is their client and we are paid for our services on an agreed fixed fee which we always like to do um, uh, at the at the outset so everybody knows where they stand and work only purely for their assignee, transferee, employee. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's absolutely key because so, the, the estate agent or real estate agent, if you prefer that term, uh, has a positive duty, actually, um, to get the best possible rent 
for the landlord and the best possible terms for the landlord. That is who they are working for. And on the whole, if, if, if the tenant is unrepresented, which is usually the case, if it's not a corporate relocation, uh, the tenant will be unrepresented. But if they are represented by a firm like ours, we have a positive duty, the opposite positive duty, to secure the best possible rent for the tenant and the best possible terms that protect the tenant's interests. Well, and, and also just you know, chipping in on that is that the, the letting agent, the higher the rent they get for their landlord who owns the property, the higher their, their commission is. And their, fee, pay, yeah, yeah, their fee is yeah, obviously yeah. Is, is based on, 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 on a year's rent. And yes. they have whatever contract or terms with, with their client, which we're not a party to, but we know that it's, you know, it's a considerable percentage of right. the yearly income. So, so, but it works very well in the fact for us with, with letting agents, and we'll come on to that when we get to that, that stage after the initially forming the brief is, is that, um, that, that, that our job is to, once the property is chosen, and I know I'm jumping ahead a bit is, is, but is to get the best possible deal for the tenant. Um, because it, it, there is no standard uh, uh, tenancy agreement. Um, I, I was uh, explaining to a client uh, uh, just the other day, interestingly enough, um, who was really, really quite surprised. And she was sort of, when I said, well, there's, you know, there's no, there's no set um, contract in in the uk everyone is different every any ten every tenancy agreement lease agreement um it is written for the landlord and it's in it's not one off the shelf that you just bring out it, it, it it's written purely for the landlord yeah it'll have pages and pages of tenants obligations yes and, um, and, and, and like two the paragraphs of yes, the landlord's the obligations. landlord takes the monthly rent and, and it will and normally have uh, be a standard form of the of the letting agent, but are, we are actually getting quite ahead. So let's roll yes. back a bit. So we've had the first briefing call um, with with the assignee, um, and we've uh, just, we've made I them just feel. Touch on that just quickly. Yep. We, I, get, I don't know. I, I'm assuming I did say this, but we did just briefly talk about well, you know, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, the type of location they want, the type of commute they want. Mm -hmm. um, the type of home that they've been living in. And yes, I remember now we were talked about Oakville in Canada to yeah. Surrey at Cobham in a place in, in Surrey we in did. England. Um, but it's, it's getting, you know, oh, I didn't mention pets, whether they bringing a pet with them or not. That's a big factor. The kind of lifestyle they want. Sure. Um, and, and so we've got them, uh, uh, the budget they've got key very key because that becomes managing their expectations because if they said to us we want a two-bedroom two-bathroom uh, you know apartment in Knightsbridge but we've only got a hundred pounds a week we couldn't possibly say to them um, well you know okay we'll go out there and we'll research and see what we can find we have got I to think you get anything anywhere from no exactly but we have, oh, i'm just giving a yeah. you know ridiculous example but we have got to manage that process and get on board immediately and manage their thought process and our client expects us to, to exactly, manage, to manage because that it's because it's no possible. good it's no good giving the impression to the employee that we can find something. That they can find yeah. something for, for you know something fantastic for 
um, a, a, a low budget, we've got to make them understand what they're going to get. Yes. And we, what and they're we realistically going to yes. get. And we have to do that right at the beginning because otherwise it just becomes very tricky uh, because they, they... Well, they're going to get, they're going to get angry. They, yeah, they, yes, so they will get angry so, and say, well, know, why did you just listen to my brief? I told you what I want and then just say, okay, we'll go out there and look for it. Mm. So we've got to hit it head on, but do it in a way that is, you know, very... Sensitive? Sensitive, that's the mm -hmm. word I was looking for. I knew it was. <laughs> and just manage that, that expectation and help them understand what's going on here in terms yeah. of location, the type of home they're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. So when we get to the, the end of this call, what our, our objective is they feel confident that they're going to be really well looked after. We have a great understanding of the kind of home that they want, maybe where they want to live. Now, that's something we should discuss. Okay. Where they, maybe where they want to live. Because um, if they don't have any idea where they want to live... Yes. They're going to uh, we need another service, which is what we call our pre-home finding uh, service. Some people call it an orientation trip or a look-see trip, which is really all about not choosing the actual home, but helping them decide the, uh, the right location for them. Yes. For their, for their lifestyle needs. Because what we can't do is we can't have someone come to us and say, for instance, if we're, if we're dealing with London as the destination city we can't say well i want some somewhere in london for five thousand pounds a month and i've no idea where i want to live it can be anywhere we can't do a search of the whole of london tony we, i we, just have would, to jump in here though um we do have had very many people that have actually said that to us on that initial, oh yes that's what i'm saying that initial call so that's what i'm saying you know they say so then we have within, to go back they to say, the well, anywhere yeah. within the m25 yeah, which and is, it's like, oh, hey. You, you, I mean, that would take us a year to do a search like that. <laughs> um, so uh, that's not obviously no. going to be feasible. And we have to make the client understand, the corporate client understand, and the, um, uh, uh, the assignee understand that we need to have a focused area. Well, that, So I mean, yes. sometimes they'll have friends, um, and they will have already decided they want to live, to use your example, Chris, they want to live in Knightsbridge, great. You know, if they, if they want to live in Kensington and Chelsea, great but if they want to live in the whole you know anywhere in southwest london not great that's well, it, not going to work it also it also boils down to uh, when which is another important factor on that initial call is is the the commute that they want mm -hmm. so if their office is in um you know is on the albert embankment for instance and they said we, i i want to walk to work um uh that narrows down the location. Yes. Or they say, I'm happy being on a train 30 minutes out of London. I don't want to live in central London. So then we focus on the type of areas that would give them a 30-minute commute or, or a 30-minute or a tube yep. ride or a 30-minute bus ride or a 20-minute walk. So that, that also helps with the, with, with the narrowing down of the location. But very often the, 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 the assignee will say, I've never been to London before. I know nothing about anything. You know, I need, I need to get a feel for what I can get and the type of neighbourhoods um, and the type of location, you know, the type of location I want to live in. So that's when, as you rightly say, we need to go back yeah. to the client and say, look, so, they uh, haven't got any idea. You know, would you be prepared to give them, you yeah. know, our, our, our pre, you know, pre-home, not pre-home pre finding. finding. Yeah, yeah pre-home finding orientation. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
to help them. And and then we will focus on just showing them different kinds of areas. Correct. Maybe so a sample instance, home, I, maybe. But I remember that, that we went through a phase where all of the North American banks had the type of families that they were moving. This is some years ago. You'll remember this. And for some reason, they all wanted to live in a particular part of Surrey. You know, they'd all gravitated to that particular of, part yeah. of Surrey. A lot of North so American that was schools very, down there, though. Yeah, the North American, exactly. So that might be one of the reasons. Yes. But they, but they wanted that kind of lifestyle. The Oakville in Toronto yes, yeah. kind of lifestyle. You know, school, as you say, the schools are there and they wanted a leafy suburb. And the, and the spouse that was commuting thing. would and they, commute. Yeah, and they, the, yeah. the spouse would commute. Well, they'd need a garden for the kids. Garden for know. the kids and all that jazz. But that has changed because now very much the emphasis for those kind of banking banking financial services firms very much want to live in central london now right yes so, and, and so I they don't say, want that kind of thing no. what i'm saying is if if they already have a you know they already have a an idea i want to live in this part of surrey as those people did then we wouldn't have to worry about that. We would just focus on that area. No, particularly with the schooling. I think that that was key with, with families with schooling. Yeah. Um, I would say that the, the next step up would be the couples who are not quite ready for the, for the um, you know, the, the, the Surrey no, location. No, they're not ready for the babies. The family has the babies. Yeah. But, then, but, but, then, but, they're, but they're not in the, in the age that they want to be in central london they want that middle road what would and that be that would be somewhere like richmond Chiswick, um, like wimbledon Chiswick, yeah. yes okay um so a lot of young professional couples yeah. want that l little bit um yeah. further out but but on a tube line to be able to get yeah so uh, into the city or wherever they were going to work yeah so so for instance we could if we weren't giving them pre-home finding we could just have the initial brief with them and they could ask us if they were willing to be guided as to where they um, where would be good for them but really the best way is to do a pre-home finding trip because it's, we can't make the decision where they should live we may have our own ideas where would be good but really seeing it and seeing the kind of home and the kind of life they would have in those areas and we would show them a sample a number of areas to look at only then can they make the decision. Yeah. Just like with the home, we can't choose the home for them. Home, the choice of home is a very personal thing. They have to make that choice. But anyway, at the end of this call, we've got a good um, idea of what they want. We, they're feeling confident, so on and so forth. Now we need to report back to the client. Now, sometimes the client will, if the client's been working with us for many years, you know, they will already tell us that they'll be so attuned to what should happen uh, that they will tell us in advance that we want this service, we want home finding, we want pre-home finding, we want um, settling in assistance. They will tell us in advance. That Even will move come management in. if they're allowing them to bring Even their, move their household goods with them. Which we can talk about on another occasion because we're getting into a lot of terms that not everyone will necessarily readily understand here. But some clients will tell us in advance what they are authorizing us to do. Others will say, please, we don't do a lot of these international moves to London or Paris, or wherever it is. What we want you to do is we want you to have an initial call and then come back to us and recommend what services they really need. 
And uh, so that for the for those clients, maybe the smaller corporate clients who don't do this all the time, that can be very very valuable yes. because we 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 tell them really the absolute what's needed. We don't we don't try and sell them services that they really won't need. Just what's needed, what the what the family need, and that can work out really really well. Um, and as I say, the experienced clients just tell us. Uh, what it is that they want us to do, and we get on with it. Yes. So, so let's have what's a perfect. So let we've got the perfect brief. Let's say we've yep. got it. We we know what they we want. Know what we're we know delivering. we yep. know where they want to live. Mm -hmm. We know their budget. Uh, we know their time frame. Very key, also, uh, particularly coming to the UK, um, because when we when we go out into the marketplace via all the local uh, uh, agents portals, numerous, numerous, numerous. Uh, agencies but I want you to say something before you do that okay because uh, one th thing that you are very strong on when you're talking to clients is this aspect of you know so many of them just have a blanket policy we put them in temporary accommodation for six weeks um, and let them you know have all that time to find their permanent rental home but there's another approach. Isn't yes, there? yeah. The, 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 there's a the, there's a pre-reporting trip, which yeah. again, um, when they know that they're coming, particularly maybe four or five months ahead, um, uh, and they've got the time to do it, that they will, um, and they're coming. They're co more importantly when they're coming to work. So so they're they're still working, but they're not ready to move fully yet. They're, they're, the company's moving them backwards and forwards. But if they're over for a particular um, business meeting, say, um, they'll, 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 they'll be given a, a pre-reporting trip. So what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll come over, they'll, 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 they'll ask if they can have a couple of days to have a, to have a quick look around, see what's going on. But just to clarify, because you said to four, four or five months, surely this has got to be about a month before they come. Well, Otherwise, they won't be seeing homes that they're going to. No, well, I was going to get onto that. That oh. that that is if that is if that is if um, they are um, having to make the decision. Then I wouldn't. The pre-reporting trip would be about four to where six the pre-reporting trip is in purely in place. Yes, the temporary accommodation. Yes, so you can say. Well, yeah. well, yes. I mean, there's a, a lot of companies only give thirty days. A lot of company give companies give. 45 days, 60 days. Even, in temporary accommodation. In temporary accommodation. The problem that we found and what we've heard from our clients and which we used to report back a lot, I think they're getting better at it now in all honesty, is, is that when you give an assignee transferee that length of time in temporary accommodation and don't have to start their home finding, so they put it in the minute they you know, arrive in the mm. UK, they are in no hurry whatsoever to find their their long term accommodation, mm. and the reason for that is is because the company is paying for yeah, it. They're in a very nice place so, with so, services and all sorts of so, things. So, so I've yeah. had numerous, you know, over the years that, that to our to to, to our uh, contacts within the corporation saying, look, you know, you want you've said you want them out of their temporary accommodation as soon as possible. They need to get in their long term homes but you've given them a length of time, they're in no hurry to do it. And I can't persuade them to move out because the minute they're out, they are now paying for it themselves or they're in their relocation package bubble, if you like. Hmm. And so 
they're going to sit back and they're not going to be in any hurry whatsoever to do that. Mm. So that's why I think a lot of this pre-reporting has come in, but come in four to six weeks maximum for when they want the home. Yeah, because they want to look at homes that are actually going to still be available. Well, and that will be available in four to six weeks. And it cost-cutting-wise to fly them over for a few days, you know, look at, look at, you know, look, everything is all, all the appointments are made with all the agents, all the homes, they know what they're seeing. They've got a tour already. And they know they've got to make a decision. And they know they've got to make a decision. They can then have a lovely time, choose their home, this one, Mm. not one, that, this one, make the decision, what they want to pay for it, the start day they want to do it. They can then fly home. And we can can negotiate. And then we do the negotiating and they, and they, uh, we just, tell them by that because we're then negotiating, which is very complex very often, these tenancy agreements, which mm-hmm. a lot of workers involved in that. Yeah, because they have to be effectively negotiated on a yes, line-by-line basis. And we don't want the, the assignee signing his life away or her life away um, because, as we mentioned earlier, it, it's written for the, for, for the landlord. So we've got to protect them. So there's a lot of legalities and making sure that they're happy before before they they sign up we get the utilities set up for them um get you know get everything ready so that when they they say we're coming back in on the the first of july um they can fly in and move straight into their new home with their suitcases if it's a fully furnished place might be different obviously if they've got a furnished they've got they could go back put their furniture on the on the boat um, in time to arrive or maybe hire, get some temporary furniture in, which mm. is another service we provide. Mm. If, if they're bringing their shipment of furniture over, mm-hmm. you know, get some rental furniture in to, to start living. And that can be a huge cost um, saving to, mm. the, to, to, our, to our client yeah. because, because temporary accommodation, the corporate housing is, is, you know, it's pretty pretty expensive, especially in London. I mean, you're you're, Very you're, you're really talking London. about something close to well, hotel well, prices or more. Well, uh, yeah, you're probably talking like four hundred. You know, four hundred. You know, for a studio or one bedroom a night. Yeah. Whereas you'd be rental. You know, once you're a rental home, it could be four hundred pounds a week. Yeah, I think it's so. The, it's, the, the pre-reporting it's trip amount. is good in so many ways, as you say. It focuses. Um, the attention on making sure the job is done because it doesn't have to be drawn out over weeks uh, looking for a property um, and in a way that sort of sets up a mentality where the assignee is thinking so well, I'd like that else. but there might be something else next week you know what's coming on the market what's coming on the market and there's uh, always they end something up then else, wishing yes. that they had taken one of the earlier ones which has now been taken by somebody else so this uh, focused approach is good for everyone really Everything you, everything they see in a nutshell is is based on what you know. They've they've said they want. They will see the tour ahead of time. These are the appointments, and even even those appointments. Uh, just quickly, is that you can have all the appointments set up, pick them up from the Churchill Hotel at nine a.m. All the appointments made with all the agents. You go from property to property, and during that day, very often the agent might bring the wrong set of keys. Um, it might have been let by another agent. A landlord can give it to as many agents as he wants. Mm. Um, and he only pays the agent that, that successful. is mm. successful and mm. secures the property for them. Um, so there's numerous things. Secures for the tenant for them. Yes. So, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, it, you know, it, they, you know, it's so important that these people have got somebody there for them and, and can, 
you know, chop and change out. They can go into a property and say, I hate it, let's get out, move on. Can we add another one? The agents will very often tell us they've got something else that's just come on the market and so on and so on. So it's, it, it's us wrapping them up in, in cotton wool, making them feel secure. They've got somebody representing them and only them and helping them through the whole process. And this home finding is the, the big one. And once they've chosen it, making sure they get it. Mm. And I'm guessing we we'll, haven't got time to go on to no, the negotiation now. No, we're over 30 but, minutes, okay. uh, over our 30 minutes. Um, so rental search is really where the rubber hits the road as, as far as uh, relocation is concerned, corporate relocation, corporate international relocation is concerned. That's why we're going to deeply dive into this subject. And we, we want to give um, you... Uh, an idea of the complexities involved, uh, particularly when you're dealing with a strange market. It's very different in North America. We do rental searches in Canada. We do rental searches in throughout the United States. It's much easier there and therefore much less costly in terms of relocation services. So I think sometimes clients uh, get a quote from for relocation services here uh, involving a rental search and they go, ouch. Uh, that's a lot of money. Well, it's a lot of money because there are a lot of moving parts. There's very little standardization, as Christine has mentioned, and everything has to be uh, negotiated on, uh, on a clause-by-clause -clause, uh, basis. But can I just and jump in just going, quickly on that, though? If you what must, you just said. We'll... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> just quickly on that, uh, when Tony said about the, you know, the costs, and it does you know, knock some you know, clients back for six, is, is that we say as well, which is so important that because we can negotiate hard once they've chosen that home, the cost savings that we do in the negotiations for them more than covers our Yeah, but thing. you're, you're going to tell them all about I'm the sorry, coming I'm episodes. Sorry, Come I'm on, sorry, we, I'm sorry, I get excited. Keep your powder dry. I get excited. I know. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> very sweet. Um, but, and of course, we're only talking about the UK. There's all kinds of other lo um, locations throughout Europe. Um, they all have their own individual... Uh, peculiarities of the market. Uh, we rely heavily on our uh, local specialists in those areas. Um, and uh, it's a really big deal. This Getting this international rental search assistance right is a big deal. And, uh, you know, we pride ourselves in, on doing it well. And we, we specialize in the VIP level service. Uh, and that's important because we want our clients to shine in the eyes of their employees, which, of course, is key in this world of um, talent, uh, competitive talent acquisition. So I'm going to wrap up now. And just before that, sorry, oh, I'm no, jumping you're in no, again. No, 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 no. I'm just jumping in quickly. And that this was all before the, the, the way we're talking is before COVID hit. Well, so we that's another about... problem. No, I'm just throwing in I... there is another problem. Oh, there is. There's always problems. Uh, our job is to solve them. Uh, we, we, we can get into the COVID um, situation another time. Yes, I think we should because it's very oh, we important will. what's going on we, right we, now. We definitely will. But we're out of time. Uh, so thank you, dear listeners, for your um, sticking with us, for your participation. We'd love to have your feedback. We'd love to know what you think about what we're talking about and uh, what topics particularly you'd like us to concentrate on. I know a lot of, lot of you out there in the HR world um, are, are you know, keen on having good, the best destination services that you can get. 
for your people and you know, we're happy to answer any questions, any questions that you have. If you like this podcast, uh, please share it with your colleagues and your friends. Uh, do get involved via our Facebook page. It's um, uh, People and Property, The Relocation Podcast. And please know that we are about to launch our YouTube channel where you will be able to uh, not only listen to us waffling away, but also see us um, in glorious HD uh, so that you can see us recording these episodes um, live. Drinking wine and gin and tonic. Drinking gin and tonic. And I've come to the end of my glass, which tells me that it's the time to say goodbye. So thank you very, very, very much, everybody. And we look forward to seeing you and talking to you. Bye for now. Bye-bye.